Have you ever gone caught out of guard and something triggered your emotional system, your defense system, your fear system, and you don't know what did it, where it came from, and it just took you to a path like a sabotage spiral? Well, everything just kept going worse. You ended up either in a panic attack, anxiety, or in a crisis, or in an episode, and you were caught out of guard. And you're like, what am I going to do moving on? What am, how, how am I going to be able to prevent this? I did, really didn't see this coming. Well, today I want to talk about triggers, where they come from, how you can find them and use them to your benefit. So stay tuned. So I want to talk about triggers, why they're so important for us, because it requires require us to know ourselves, to know yourself very well, and like I think it's a Buddhist principle, know thyself and you will be happy, because all the answers are within us, really, and when you get to understand yourself, your history, your feelings, how you feel, everything will fall together, right? You will be able to predict your patterns. So that's what we're trying to get to, to predict your patterns and try to, if they're not helping you get to where you want to be, put new ones, new habits, new patterns of behavior. And triggers are basically clues, like if you were a detective, you can see it as a game or as a challenge where your clues are just little triggers are clues that you're going to be finding. But that's where the gold is because they're just alerting you. They're just a clue to a reason, to a pattern, to why you're overreacting or underreacting, why you were provoked. So that's what I want to talk about today, are triggers. Like I talk a lot about introspection, and introspection is a key ingredient to finding your triggers because you don't want to be stuck in a story that you're telling yourself on why everything's happening. You have to be careful that you might be telling yourself a story to justify where you are in your life and why you're not getting what you want. So that's not going to help you find your triggers. So when you are very honest, practice non-judgment and non-critical thinking on yourself. When you're doing your introspection journey, you're trying to track your patterns. We all have them and some are worse than others. So we're just trying to do a check-in because the definition of madness, as you probably have heard, and it is so true to rethink and reconsider this thought. The definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting things to change. So now I want to talk about how, and this might help you see it within you, 
because it is so much easier to see this in others. It, we can see people's patterns really easy in how what they're doing is not helping them achieve or be or have what they want. For example, have you ever seen like a coworker who's complaining about their weight? And they're talking about diets and all of this. And that's all they talk about. And it's clear to you and you can tell that they need to lose weight. But then every morning you see them buying donuts or you see them eating things that we know that are not going to get them where they want to be. So their behavior, their patterns are not matching their goals. Another example is have you ever seen this person who, and I'm not judging, I've been this person, I am this person, I'm trying to spot it within myself as soon as I can to change things that are not working for me. But have you ever seen a person who's complaining that they're single, they're complaining that nobody loves them or they're unlovable or something like that? Though the issues could be complex, right? We don't really know, but for the purpose of this example, you hang out with them and then you see how they talk to the people they, that care about them. And you see that disconnect. You're like, well, who's going to want to be with you when you talk to the ones that you love, they love you in such disrespectful way or you have terrible communication and like all these are patterns that we can see in others that we know that are keeping them in that hamster wheel we're not going to get anywhere until they see those patterns but it's easier for us to see them in others right so our goal is to be able to see our own one way if you're uh, not sure how to find your triggers your patterns um, is to keep a journal a minimum of three weeks is required in my opinion but it you you it could be months it's up to you but journal, especially if you had an episode, you had a crisis, something triggered you, something upset you, something make you sad, journal. At, at the moment, you might not be able to tell what was the trigger, but as you journal consistently, regularly, you will spot things that are repeating. You will spot things that are, keep happening or certain events or certain people or certain foods or a certain time you're going to spot things that are becoming patterns and you're going to find your triggers and once you spot what's triggering you what's provoking you or what's taking you to have anxiety or whatever it is that it's happening you will be able to be able to sense that you're being triggered and yes, automatic response, automatic thoughts, automatic, we don't have control of those primary responses, but we do can make decisions on how we're going to react or act on our secondary emotions, on our secondary decisions. So we're just trying to interfere, to get in the way of that spiral of self-destruction right of crisis so as soon as we smell basically as soon as we can tell that we're getting triggered or we're going to be in a crisis we do something else that gets in that spiral and i will put 
the image here so you can see what I'm talking about. And you interfere so you don't go into a crisis, so you don't act in self-destructive ways, so you put something in place that interrupts that cycle. And at the same time, you will know thyself, and then you will start to change your habits or your perspective, or you will you can change things so you're not even triggered, so you can start planning ahead of time on how to cope and understand what is it that is triggering you. Triggers, though they are negative and they are seen as like just provocations of a reaction, they're actually helping us. And, and if we change how we see triggers, as a clue to knowing ourselves, we will be able to change that pattern. Triggers are just alerting. It's like an alert system that they're trying to prevent you from experiencing pain because maybe in the past, you have a buried experience in your subconscious that you, what's really operating is the unconscious, right? And the unconscious is, perceiving things that you're not consciously perceiving and it's alerting you. That way we will be able to, by knowing ourselves, uh, to prevent that switch from constantly being turned on. From, by lessening our suffering, by progressively being triggered less and less, little by little, because I'm telling you it's not going to happen just out of nowhere. We're, not going to get triggered and if you got triggered and you didn't were not able to stop it on time have compassion for yourself don't bash yourself and forgive yourself and just celebrate it as a way that you're gonna use it as your introspection clue another way that you can know thyself and spot your triggers is by listening to your body. See if something doesn't feel good, try to be tuned into your body and you can practice this. And if something doesn't feel good, don't do it. If your body is feeling tired and it needs a break, take a break. So you're just trying to be more connected and knowing yourself and feeling and, and trying to see your feelings as your friends that are helping you navigate the world and sometimes yes we get uncomfortable feelings but we cannot just cover them with positivism we cannot just layer them because that's going to send it to the unconscious and it's going to suppress it and that's not healthy so it's better for us to just sit with emotions and feel it as long as we don't just stay there and we, in a healthy way, resilient way, we love ourselves through experiencing pain, through feeling sad, and just be there for yourself like you will treat uh, your best friend, your inner child, just be for, there for your inner child and send it love while it's sad. It's okay to be sad. It is acceptable. And then know that though it feels like it's never gonna go away it will it does it always does and it shall pass sooner or later it will go away and 
And while that happens, you can take do some self-soothing. You can do something to take care of yourself. The other tip is listen to your intuition. So that's why it's a good practice to start knowing thyself. Know thyself. Know what your gut's telling you. If your stomach is dropping, maybe you need to take a break and not make any decisions at that time. You can come back to it. You can always come back to it. You don't have to make a decision right now. So if something, and this is, uh, you will learn to navigate the world trusting yourself and listening to your intuition, your feelings, your body, how you're feeling. So if you start sweating or heavy breathing or palpitations, you need to take a time and not make a decision right away. And you will learn to remove yourself and then come back to it. Yes, it requires us to be vigilant too, to know thyself, to know, be vigilant of knowing ourselves on what could upset us and try to prevent that. And I would like to end this video with a very special message with your triggers because when you start to practice listening to yourself, you will be able to love yourself and accept yourself more every day you will be you will feel better because we let ourselves down we would don't want to do so that's why you have to listen to yourself and, and follow that so you can look at yourself in the mirror and say yes I know you and yes that's someone I love because that's what causes also some depression that we do things without we don't listen to our God, we don't listen to intuition, we don't listen to our feelings, and then we feel depressed, and then we can live with ourselves. So that's why it's so important that you say yes to yourself, to listening to your what you want, what matters to you. I hope this video helps you. Let me know in the comments. Don't forget that I also offer free resources. Below, there's the links for my top seven personal development books, a quiz that it gives you a customized guide that to match your answers. And if you want to learn more about my programs, you can visit bossofmyfeelings.com for more emotional intelligence tools. Yeah.